0: On episode three, I share what a system is. It's the process or steps to getting a task accomplished. Today, I'm gonna share 10 systems that every coaching business should have. Are you ready? Are you ready to work less, feel more organized and productive, streamline repetitive tasks, and implement systems that allow your coaching business to run smoothly even without you? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Organized Coach Podcast, your go-to source for practical tips and solutions. I'm your host, Tracy Hoth, professional organizer, certified life coach, simplifying expert, and most of all, down-to-earth fellow coach just like you. No matter if you think you're missing the organizing gene, have ADHD, or just love anything organizing, I'm here to help you become an organized coach with a business that works for you. Pull up a seat and let's get started. I had a conversation recently with Neil Williams on her podcast, The Six Figure Coach. And one of the things that came up was how Neil wished she had started organizing and systemizing earlier in her business. And what she identified the problem as was her belief when she started her business. She didn't believe that her business and her offers were gonna be successful. And because she didn't believe that, She didn't take actions as a coach who would have a thriving business. The question to ask yourself is how would I act if I knew my business was going to be successful? And one of the answers for her was to set up systems, processes, to organize her business as if it was going to be successful. She would have started earlier. So if you knew your offers were going to sell out, if you knew you were going to hit 100k and then 500k in your business, what would you do now? And how would you act now? She wished she would have had that Believe So she would have had set up systems and basic organization because now she's having to go back and do all that. You can go listen to our conversation. It's episode 173 of the Six Figure Coach podcast with Neil Williams. Today I want to share 10 systems or processes for you to put into place acting as if your business will be a success. Acting as if your business is a success. These are the things you should focus on implementing. Now, we can all wing it. We can all struggle through and work more than we want. But the challenge is to start figuring out your process, making a process, documenting it, deciding what it is, and then continuing to make it more efficient. And eventually, you can hand that over to someone else. If that's your goal, you can do it faster and easier. So let's get into the 10 things that I think every coaching business needs. Number one, (laughs) I'm wondering what you think that it is, what you think I'm going to think it is, organizing your assets, setting up a file structure so you can find things when you need them. Part one of this is creating the file structure, is having a clear vision of your business, the parts of your business. Super simple, but having this clear vision is going to help you think in a way that you can put things into their place, into their homes. And then you have a process to maintain it. Part of that is naming your files consistently. And I have a file naming formula cheat sheet that you can get. The link to that is in the show notes. You're naming your files consistently and you're putting them where they go. If you're like me and I'm working on a project, I often, for example, I was making a sales page and the icons that I needed weren't looking right. And so I was going back and forth, fixing the icon, testing different ways to have it set up so that it looked right in the sales page. And I was downloading these icons onto my desktop and then uploading them into the sales page. And I started naming them well, but then in a process, just started having all these icons named all wrong. And finally, there was one that worked. Now I had all these random sets of icons on my desktop. So how do I keep that clean? What is my process for maintaining that? Do I go in once a week? Do I just look at my desktop and when it's messy, clean it up? Do I consistently rename the correct file and put it where it goes. So that's the first thing is organizing your assets. And again, part one is creating the file structure so you have a home for it. Part two is having a process to maintain it. And you know, I can help you with that. You can set up a call with me and we will create the file structure for your business. And then clients that work with me, we work on creating a process to maintain that if that's one of their priorities, if they feel like they want to get better at that. Number two, managing your time. What is your current system for managing your time? Do you do it on a Sunday? Do you do it Friday at the end of the day? Are you looking at your calendar every morning? Is it a daily thing? Do you use a digital calendar? Do you block time out in your calendar? Do you use the Pomodoro method? How do you keep yourself free from distractions? And how much time are you spending consuming versus creating? Constraint and simplifying versus giving into every shiny object and program. Maybe you do things certain times each week. Those were lots of ideas within managing your time, but just looking. I'm not saying, and don't get, the impression that you're doing anything wrong. You could be doing an amazing job managing your time. This is just for you to look at and document how you manage your time currently. Could you put a system in place that manages your time more efficiently? Number three, building an email list. So organizing your assets, managing your time. Number three, building an email list. This is one of the main things as you start your business, as you're growing your business, is that you build an email list. A lot of this can be automated, but creating your freebie and then once they opt in having a welcome series email, that part of it can be automated. But what is your process for building your email list? What is your process when you create a freebie, then create a landing page and then attach an email series to that. What is the process of you doing that? So let's say in your business, you want to create a new freebie. If you had it documented how you do it and all the steps to it, it's going to be so much easier than if you kind of start from memory (laughs) because usually you create a freebie and then you don't do it again for a little while. So then you probably forget. So next time you're creating a freebie, I want you to write down all the steps you to write down the steps of creating that landing page and attaching a welcome series to it you're gonna to have to create a form document those steps so that you have a system in place as you build your email list number four nurture your list how do you currently provide value and results ahead of time to your list to the people that have come into your world maybe it's a weekly email so what is your process for creating your weekly email do you have a spot blocked out on your calendar what is the first thing you do do you have a template in your email I just in- implemented this in my own email I have a template now that I use I pull it up it's so amazing it has the reminders it has the where I put the photo it has the text boxes all made? Do you have a template? How long does it take you? Maybe you also nurture clients, I don't know, in a Facebook group. How do you post in that Facebook group? Do you have a process in place for creating those posts, scheduling those posts, and hopping into the group and having conversations with the people in your group? So nurturing your email list. What is your process for nurturing your email list, the people in your world? Number five, creating content You probably are doing social posts, I'm guessing. What is your process for that? Do you plan out the month in advance? Do you put your ideas into a calendar? Do you put them into a program management system? Or do you use a Google Doc that has your ideas in there? Do you put the link to it? Do you add the graphic in there? How do you find it later? All those questions can be answered when you create a system for creating content. I am just getting this set up up with my podcast. Since I have a new podcast, I have a new way to create content. I have a template for each episode. I pull the template up. I fill in the outline for this each episode, and then I track them in an episode catalog. What parts do I do versus my VA do? Having that all planned out and as I go, I'm writing down what we currently do and then I'm tweaking that and testing that each week, each month to make that system work more efficiently. Number six, evaluate and track your numbers. Ew. (laughs) This is what, okay, once I get my podcast system in place, I am going to set up a system to evaluate my numbers and track my numbers. This is not one of my strengths, but as the CEO of my business and as the CEO you are of your business, what numbers do you track? Do you go in weekly? Do you go in monthly? What are the questions you ask for? What's the data you're looking for? So this is my next focus. I can't say that I'm looking forward to it, but I want to act as the CEO, take action now as the CEO of a $500,000 business. Number seven, organize and track ideas. Here's where I'm in love with my idea tracker. If you do not have that, you can go to the link in the show notes and get my idea tracker for so cheap and begin to start tracking your ideas. What do you do with them? What is the system or process you have in place? You have an idea. You hear something you want to remember and where do you put it? How do you get there? When do you go evaluate? Do you? How do you maintain it? Number eight, making offers. How do you currently make offers? Do you sell every day? Do you do it in your stories? Is it in your social media posts? Do you sell in your emails? Do you go to networking events? What is your process for making offers? Number nine, onboarding a client. We want our clients to have the most amazing experience as they join our program. How do we automate it in a way that makes it simple for us and it makes it a great experience for them? Do we have a contract? Is it sent to them? Do we have an email series that they're sent? How do we schedule their sessions? How do we send them the payment link? So onboarding a client, documenting your process for onboarding a client is number nine. and then number Number 10. So now they're in your program. How do we track them? How do we give them the most amazing experience throughout your program? Do you send them notes? Do you keep notes? How do you follow up? Do you send a material? What if they reschedule? What happens? Can you tell at a glance how many sessions they have left? How do you get or keep things that they say that you want to respond to? Do you send them a birthday card? All of those things, for me personally, I keep track of them in my client tracker, which I'm about to to make a client tracker for all of you so that you can use this system. I am loving it. I've used it for the last year or two. I've tried lots of different things before that. How do I keep track of my clients now? I use the client tracker. Let's do a quick review of the 10 processes or systems that you can implement in your coaching business. Number one, organizing your assets. Number two, managing your time. Number three, building an email list. Number four, nurturing your email list. Number five, creating content. Number six, evaluating and tracking numbers. Number seven, organizing and tracking your ideas. Number eight, making offers. Number nine, onboarding a client. And then number 10, tracking a client throughout your program as they travel through your program. So again, a system is just the process, the steps that you use to create a result. Document the current system you have. And from there, you're going to work to make it more efficiently. You're going to test. You're going to see how you could automate, how you could be more efficient. So choose one of those 10 to look at this week. Write down what you do now. Is it working for you or do you want to test and tweak it to make it more efficient. The easiest thing you could do, <laughs> is start with number one, set up and organizing your digital files, call with me. You can get the file naming formula cheat sheet for free and then pick one of those things and document it this week and then evaluate and choose something you wanna test to make that process better. Do not feel behind. I've heard so many coaches recently say they feel like they're behind. They're behind in every program they're in. They're behind in reaching their money goal. Don't feel behind. Just pick one and enjoy this process. You're slowly beginning to build your assets, these systems in your business. And it's a skill. You're practicing this skill. You'll get better and better as you train your brain to think like this. You'll get more efficient now that you have a list you can check off as you go. You'll save brain space and energy now that you don't have to think about it, which you can use (laughs) to be more creative, to think about your ideal client, to more and what they need. So have fun with this and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the episode. Please share this episode with your coaching bestie and tag me on Instagram at Tracy Hoth. And of course, I would be so grateful if you could subscribe and leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me. To thank you, go grab the File Naming Formula Cheat Sheet and watch the workshop replay, Three Secrets to Organize Your Digital Files. Both are linked in the show notes. Until next time, have a beautiful week.